0: to another episode of In Moments Like These with David Graham. David is a speaker, author, businessman, former pastor, and founding director of Youth of a Mission, Montana. We believe that God is at work, constantly tugging at our hearts, working in and through relationship around us. Join us as we dive into a new devotional, as David shares a lifetime of personal moments and hopes to inspire you to see God the Father at work in your own moments. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of In Moments Like These.
1: The ocean was beginning to fight us a bit as three of us sailed into headwinds maybe some 15 miles off the west coast of California during the late afternoon of August 18th, 1970. We had set sail from the port of Long Beach around 9 a.m. that Tuesday morning to head north for San Francisco, about a 400-mile journey, a four- or five-day trip, depending on the sailing conditions. My cousin Steve and I were on board the sailboat by invitation of the boat's owner, our slightly younger cousin, and the boat's captain, Robin, Robin Graham. And our sailing trip together was, well, a reunion of sorts so it would be a fun trip. The three of us had shared a lot of history together growing up, but over the past five years, we hadn't seen much of each other. Steve had been busy getting married and earning his bachelor's degree, and I had been busy starting a family of my own and then recently becoming a high school pastor of all things. That move had initially come as a real shocker for both my cousins. As for Robin, As I've shared before, he had been sort of busy too. Besides recently getting married as well, he had been busy becoming the most famous, most talked about sailor of the 20th century. It was only four months earlier in April of that year that he had completed his challenging five year, almost 31,000 mile journey around the entire world, making him the youngest person on record to circumnavigate the earth in a sailboat all by himself. And on this sunny summer afternoon, as the three of us sailed northward, I just had to smile as I thought back to the day four months earlier, when Robin completed his trip and finally sailed back into his home port of Long Beach. I remember the fanfare so well. Countless boats honking their horns and cheering him on to the finish line, and countless fans and news reporters waiting for him at the dock. By that day's end, Robin and his sailboat were pictured on the front page of every major newspaper in the world. And here we were, the three of us cousins back together again, in the same sailboat, dove, that had carried Robin across the oceans. And we were enjoying our reunion. And each of us were reflecting on and sharing about the past and all the most interesting events that had led us each up to the present. It was a time to reflect, and it was a time to be thankful. There's more to our sailing story, and I'll get back there shortly. But this is a good place for me to share just a few words that I hope will be encouraging to you today. And, as I always do, I'll turn to the Bible, the Word of God. After focusing on Psalm 91 in my last episode, I'm now clearly hearing God say, Let's go now to Psalm 92, beginning at verse 1. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning, your faithfulness in the evening. You thrill me, Lord, with all you have done for me. I sing for joy because of what you have done. O Lord, what great works you do, and how deep are your thoughts. Once again, King David got it right. David understood and then was thrilled over the fact that God was behind it all. That God had been the one writing the script, creating deep and ingenious plans and fulfilling those ingenious plans all throughout his life. And as a result, David was also thrilled with the understanding that God, the author of his past, was also the author of his future. Dear friend, I believe That it is God's deep desire during this time in history that all of his sons and daughters would come to understand what David understood during his time in history. We are living in an age that is riddled with threats. I sense that fear is running wild in the hearts of too many of God's children. And God wants his children, he wants all of us, to be assured that he has authored plans. Plans for our future. Plans that can't be stopped. Listen to the things he has told us. Job O oh God, I know that you can do all things, and that no purpose of yours can be prevented. Isaiah 14.24 The Lord of hosts has sworn, As I have planned, so it shall be, and as I have purposed, so it shall stand. On now to verses 26 and 27. This is the purpose that is purposed concerning the whole earth and this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations for the Lord of hosts has purposed and who will stop it his hand is stretched out and who will turn it back Psalm 33 10 through 12 the Lord frustrates the plans of the nations and he thwarts all their schemes but the Lord's plans stand firm forever his intentions his plans can never be shaken what joy for those people is chosen as his inheritance. Dear friend, I would encourage you to listen to those scriptures again, if you would, because our God wants you to fully understand that he has complete and omnipotent control over all things, and he is the author of our tomorrow. In the early evening of our first day at sea in August of 1970, the headwinds went into high gear. And the waves were beating us up pretty good. Though Robin had experienced far worse, Steve and I had not. And it wasn't so fun anymore, even for Robin. After a few hours of the beating, Robin asked Steve and I if we would care if he called an end to our fun adventure. And we didn't care, because we hoped he'd say that. And so around 8 p.m., Robin slowly turned the boat around, and we headed for home. We headed fast for home. With the strong winds now at our back, we were now soaring over the Pacific waters at top speed, enough so that we expected to be home by sunrise the next morning. And best of all, the fun was back. It was awesome. We had agreed that we would each take turns at the helm at the ship's wheel throughout the night. I will never forget my second watch on deck, it was probably around 3 a.m. on the 19th of August. My head was full of thoughts about our day together and about our past and what might be in store for our futures. As it turned out, thank you, Heavenly Father. In the very near future, both of my dear cousins and their wives would submit their lives to God, and God would have much in store for each of them. Steve. Stephen Roger Fisher would soon earn his doctorate in linguistics, and he would ultimately author more than 150 unique books and articles in that same field of study. He's been recognized for deciphering two ancient languages. In other words, Steve has made a significant contribution to God's world of education. Robin would go on to co-author three books, each about his trip around the world his first book would make it to the top of the New York Times bestsellers list. Within a year of our sailboat experience, Robin and his wife Patty would be leaving California on a brand new adventure. And how did that happen? You just can't make this up. You just can't write a story like this and then make it happen. Ah, but someone did write this story and someone did make it happen. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? It was the ingenious author of our future. It was God who wrote the script, and it was God that made it happen. Here's the quick version of their story. A few months after our excursion at sea, Robin and Patty rented a small studio apartment in San Pedro, the same city where I grew up and attended Christ Lutheran Church, under the leadership of Pastor Miller. Pastor Miller had two kids, a son named Marty and a daughter named Joan. Marty went off to a Lutheran university. Joan stayed closer to home and eventually married a young man from our church named Bill Reichard, an older and good friend of mine. Strangely enough, these good people would become major participants in Robin and Patty's story, and then eventually in Kathy's and mine. One night. Kathy and I had Robin and Patty over for dinner. My friend Bill asked me if he could stop by for a few minutes to meet them, and I said sure. Not long after the introductions that night, Robin told Bill that he and Patty were planning on moving soon to the mountains of Colorado. To that, Bill replied, huh, I just got back from a trip to the mountains, where I visited my brother-in-law, Marty Miller. You see, Bill said, Marty and his wife recently graduated from a Lutheran university and they each accepted teaching positions at a Lutheran school in a small Montana town called Kalispell. Wow, and all of this is the ingenious scriptwriter at work. Did you say Cowsbell, Bill? I asked. No, he said, it's Kalispell, while he quickly pulled some photos of a strangely named town out of his pocket. And Robin and Patty, he said, you just gotta go see this place. And if that wasn't enough, in the next day or so, Robin told his apartment manager the same thing, that he and Patty were considering moving to Colorado. To which his apartment manager responded with, you don't want to go to Colorado, you gotta go to Montana. Done. Our father's plan was said, and it wouldn't be thwarted. It wouldn't be prevented. About a month later, Robin and Patty were living and totally settled in Kalispell, Montana. As I stood watch at 3 AM on that August night in 1970, aboard the boat called Dove, I would never have imagined that God would use my former Lutheran pastor's family to get Robin and Patty, and then later Kathy and I and our kids and eventually most of our extended family, to move from a place that I didn't want to leave to a place I had never heard of and a place I really didn't want to go to. On that night on watch, I had no idea at all what lay ahead for my cousins and me. But in those special ocean moments, I felt a real and deep sense of peace about the future. Interestingly, while experiencing this sweet peace, Something else happened. Something else that was sweet and most unusual. Two very bright glowing light figures appeared out of the deep and began to surf the wake at the edge of the boat just a few feet to the right of me. Two dolphins! The bright glowing light, I found out later, is caused by the dolphins' speedy contact with certain microscopic organisms in the seawater. And it was a beautiful sight. And I also found out later that for centuries sailors have considered a visit from dolphins to be a sign of good luck. Of course, I knew then and I know now that it isn't good luck or bad luck that leads God's children through life. It's something, rather it's someone that we can always count on to be the faithful author of our lives. So that you know, the three of us landed safely at the marina in the port of Long Beach about 6 the next morning. From what I understand, it would be Robin's last voyage on Dove. Hmm, Dove. The sailboat that safely carried him around the world and started our family adventures was given its name long before Robin owned it, long before he and Patty committed their lives to God. The name Dove is a name reminiscent of the Holy Spirit, don't you think? Dear friend, each and every one of us have a story. And when we look back in time, we can't help but realize that God has always been faithful to us. One can't help but acknowledge the depth of his thoughts and the great things he has done for us. Now, we don't know exactly where he'll be taking us, but we do know where we have been and where we are now. And if he can lead us this far, he can and he will lead us into the future. He is in control and he is the author of tomorrow. Dear Father, dear Jesus, dear Holy Spirit, please remind my friend and this dear one of yours of the time when you first authored the moments of their life to bring them to where they are today And please let them know and bring them peace in knowing that you are the author of their tomorrow. Let it be.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of In Moments Like These with David Graham. And we hope that this podcast and this episode can be another tool and resource to help you in this walk of faith. If this podcast has made a difference in your life, we would love to hear from you. Visit us online at InMomentsLikeThese.com That's InMomentsLikeThese.com